Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Camille from sunny California, and you're listening to the Coffee Chat with Camille show, which is a podcast series that interviews various guests about real-life topics for people who love to learn. Everybody, welcome to Coffee Chat with Camille. We have a great show. It's about med spas with Dia Berger. Um, her biography is: with 27 years as a medical doctor, Dr. Dia Berger has redefined med spa treatment as a master injector and esteemed medical director. Her modern, simplistic system ensures precision and optimum results. Beyond her role in patient care, Dia Berger is a sought-after injector trainer. Committed to elevating industry standards, her blend of technical prowess and empathetic care makes her a beacon in the med spa domain, mentoring the next generation of professionals we're going to send you the audience and our listener to find out more um, at her link, which is MedSpaMethodAcademy.com. This is a link to a book time on my calendar for a free coaching call. I offer a free 30-minute coaching call for spa owners to do a spa system audit. Audit, excuse me. Okay, Dr. Bridger is in the studio, so we're going to go ahead and get on with our wonderful interview. Hello? Hi. Welcome. Great. um, Are you able to hear me, Bridge? Hello? One sec, please. Okay. Okay, yeah, no worries. Oh, but this side. In a minute there. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm just going to read a little bit more about Dr. Uh, Bircher. It is, I was born in South Africa and wanted to become a physician when I was eight years old. I made that dream come, come true. Partway through my studies, 
South Africa became politically very unstable and unsafe. We faced the choice we could stay and die or take our hopes and dreams to a new country. We chose to immigrate. Okay, so I'm just, I'm going to continue with her bio because it's really, really interesting. And I'm just giving her a moment to probably adjust the microphone. So let me, let me go back and see how everything's going. We're going to go back and check. Hi. Hello. Yes, are you okay? (laughs) Okay, I can hear you. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you for being here. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Okay, I'm going to just ask, it's only 10 questions, but can you please tell us your backstory? Um, I was born in Namibia, which is the country just north of the Republic of South Africa. And my father was a chief surgeon who serviced quite a large area. It was about the size of Belgium, which he flew um, a small airplane. And I always followed him around in my show who I always wanted to be. So when I was eight, I very forcefully made a very gentle man show me an autopsy. Um, and I remember him saying after he he was going to glue the kid together, but I came out of it. Um, I remember it was a man who was stabbed in the heart, and I came out of it and said, that's what I want to be one day. So I became a, a GP surgeon as well. But um, in South Africa at that point, things basically were not good, you know, buildings, buildings. And we decided it wasn't safe to stay. So we actually emigrated to New Zealand first and shortly after that to Canada. And Canada's been good to us, but you know, I'm definitely a surgical personality and wanted to get back into the hands on stuff. So I tried to specialize in um, ophthalmology, plastic surgery, and Canada, which is impossible at that time. They wouldn't get give foreign grads access to the first level of um, specializing. So I contacted a friend who got into the med spa business about a year previously because it is procedural. You know, it's you use cannula and needles and things like that, and got into the med spa world that way, and I've taken it to like to it like a bird to flight. Okay, excellent, excellent. Oh, excellent. Okay, and then what is a med spa? <laughs> a med spa means medical spa. It means there has to be a physician involved across the world, whether it's North America or Europe, Australia. The moment we get we get more aggressive with procedures and we start breaking skin. Of course, there's a risk to the client for infection, bleeding, scarring, disfigurement. So you want to have a physician on staff and very deeply involved in writing protocols, in staff training, quality, sterility, stuff like that. So to do a med spa means you can do more intense procedures for clients, which means they will have more visible results and, you know, it's better for them. But you want to make sure there's safety involved as well, which is where the physician comes in. And nurses participate as well. I've actually certified a few nurses as injectors and even spa 
operators over the years, but they have to have that physician on board as the, the first body to take the, the medical legal hit. Yes, yes, thank you. And then what are different types of spas and their history? The It's interesting. I actually, being involved in this for about 20 years, I came across a gap in the system. So on one hand, you have medical schools training physicians and nurses, but there's nothing aesthetic they train us. We don't learn about cosmetic Botox, fillers, lasers, microneedling, any of those things. And then you have aesthetic schools on the other end of the spectrum, training estheticians to do facials, abrasions, pedicures, but medical training involved in their system. And a med spa is literally sitting right in the middle. You have applied medicine, which means you need to know your anatomy, your sterility procedures, and you're doing a relaxation service extent, but we also get quite invasive. So in Canada, for example, where I have most of the experience, in the east of Canada, the emphasis is on, if you look at it as pyramid, the bottom of the pyramid would be mostly cosmetics, manicures, pedicures, facials. Then they, towards the middle of the pyramid, you have more lasers and things like using, and then they tack on aesthetics kind of as an afterthought. In the west of Canada, where most successful med spas are run people like me, we flip it into, and I realize that it's actually a diamond shape. So the emphasis is heavy at the top for injections, a little bit less with equipment and things, and a lot of us actually cut off the, the aesthetics. Um, it's a high, it's an area that uses a high amount of energy with very little return. And because I was involved with many spas over the years, I actually was a mentor for med spas. Um, I kind of threw into doing this. They analyzed about 50 spas. We had a business mentor, and he contacted me, and he said I was injecting exactly double per capita what everyone else in the company was doing. So he got me involved into looking at the other spas, what they were doing, what their protocols and procedures were, and to optimize them that they followed the method that I followed in mine, which allowed me to really look into, over years, triple-digit spas. And usually their information is highly proprietary, right? What you do in there is your business, your secrets, and very competitive. But it allowed me to look at many of them and see what works and what doesn't work. So at the end, I actually created something that isn't a pyramid or a diamond, I call it a cube, but I, I expand it a little bit in the middle. The, the, the pyramid one has, it's a lot of hard work. It's working very hard, not very smart. The diamond one with massive injections means you have about 85% of the emphasis put on the injector, but if the injector is sick or go on vacation, your business collapses 85% of their income. What I've done is I actually created a new animal and it's a very sleek, very simple spa that is balanced in that it's not all the emphasis on one person and they can literally earn five, seven million a year, which is phenomenal. <laughs> Absolutely. And then what are the biggest challenges for med spa owners? Oh, Camille, that's a good question. They having lived this and having 
dealt with men and women in this industry, their frustration level is high. They are alone because of that proprietary thing. You know, it's like you, you fight a battle by yourself. It feels like there's no one. Well, there is no one who supports you. There's no one who is really interested in having you succeed. It kind of fits into everyone's agenda if you don't succeed. And you have to keep up with the Joneses the whole time. It's very competitive. You know, make sure you have the newest thing, the biggest ad. The, how do you keep people coming back in the door? And I find it's a very lonely place. They, they try and reinvent the wheel, and they actually don't even know what the end product looks like, which is kind of what my goal is. You know, there's, it's not an industry with limited money. It's not like we will have to compete for the big pot. There is so much money in this industry, but I have been on the other end where I do a lot of cleanup, you know, with spas doing things that they're not qualified or trained to do, and the client obviously gets hurt. And for me, it's more a case of this is the goal, this is what works best, what's most effective. I can help get you there. And in the process, everyone makes a bundle of money. Clients are safe, and it's win-win. Where it is right now, I'm literally in the process right now of working with quite a few spas. That lonely, scared fight, being on your own and really not having a true vision is, is very, very isolated for them. Thank you so much. And why do you met spas need specific systems in place? Um, short question, very complex answer. The <laughs> your goals with the spa is you want to have clients come back, right? So retention systems are a very big part of what I teach. Um I literally have it just flow into day-by-day operations interactions with clients. Uh, I work with triangles um, to, to make it visual for staff and literally how they feed a triangle, which ensures that all levels of the spa get attention and get clients pulled to it. So that would be a big system is retention. The other one would be teaching. Know, protocols, training, quality control, and revising it the whole time because things don't stay the same, and you have to keep an eye on your staff and you know make sure things run optimally. And then, of course, marketing is huge, um, but I try and teach spas to do that, not pass a certain percentage of their growth. Otherwise, they can sink a ton of money into marketing, which doesn't necessarily have massive return. Um, so systems are multifaceted. It is business, finance, um, marketing, retention, and then the actual medical system as well. Thank you. Thank you. How can you overcome adversity and turn it into triumph? Do you mean for me, myself? Life? Um. Uh, I I think it, well, I will say yes for yourself. <laughs> for myself. I am very competitive and I like things to, to run smoothly. So the competitive side, I think in a generation X person means that you push and push and push. And the analogy I use is 
in factories, if they have a, a block or a holdup um, in an area that an engineer cannot figure out, what they do is they put a smart, lazy person there. They're smart so they can figure it out, but they're lazy so they don't want to keep fixing it. And that's kind of my character as well. I don't like things that don't work. So I'm really good at spotting patterns, very, very good at spotting patterns, which I think is medical training as well, which I can very easily see when the same thing is happening over and over again and not working, and I will surgeon will cut it out and go fix it, put something else in place. Um, I am an eternal optimist, which means I believe that there is a solution for something. I just have to approach it from 10 different sides, and if 10 doesn't work it, then we'll go for, for 20. But it takes me a long time to really give up on something. So I think optimism and competitiveness want to make things to work. Thank you. Excellent. And then what do you, you do for fun? What do I do for fun? I like water, whether it's liquid <laughs> solid or any other form. We, as a family, we downhill ski, we water ski, we scuba dive. We actually started um, sailing um, about three years ago. It was kind of a good timing with COVID, with hindsight. We bought a sailboat and started circumnavigating the world. And we got some things done. COVID, of course, blocked it a little. Some islands were locked due to COVID, but yes. And I, in my youth, and it's something I want to pick up again in the next few weeks, I used to fly smaller planes, and the smaller the better. So I say to my husband, in the end, it doesn't matter what I do, it seems to be equipment intensive. I either scuba tanks on my back or an airplane or ski gear. But yeah, I like I like adrenaline and I like it fast. Magnificent, magnificent. And then for our last question, why is personal and professional growth essential for professional success? I think personal and professional growth is something that is inherent to anyone who's successful. I think if we if we stop moving, we stagnate. And if it stagnates long enough, it dies. I spend quite a bit of time on professional growth. Um, I'll spend a lot of time on looking what other entrepreneurs do. I find it fascinating what people can, can come up with and how their imaginations can give them solutions. So personally, I just try and be as open as I can for input. I read it, I watch it, I, I will walk up to people and ask them, what do you do? Where are you going? You know, what are your goals? And it's amazing what they will actually tell you. So to me, it's, it's just, I think I have one life. And the older I get, the more I think it's too short. I'm trying to stuff as much in there as I can. And, you know, part of that is professionally as well. But I always tell my children, I think information is... It's like currency. The more information you have, the richer you are in life, whether it's real money or just as enriched human being. Absolutely. That's beautiful. And then may I uh, please ask you what your favorite coffee and or hot beverage is? My favorite coffee is a 
Lassie with honey. Lots of the moments in the men. I'll go for a cappuccino too. A latte. Wonderful. Thank you so very much. Am I pronouncing your last name? Is it Berger? Did I say that correct? You know, it's Berger. The, um, the forefathers were German okay. and Dutch. So, yeah, the two is always where I come from. It's not a food group, but Berger. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Berger. Okay, thank you, Dr. D. Berger. It's been a pleasure to have you on. I would like you to please let our audience or listeners know how they may uh, uh contact you and or your uh, spa. Um, Camille, thank you. It was a pleasure. You're a loved host. Um, they can contact me directly. My um, The business email is milliondollarspa at email.com. Nothing funny in there, just one word. Million dollars spa. And I see you've got the um, the link there for medspamethodacademy.com. Also on LinkedIn, and I on that every single day. I I'd love to talk to people and um, help as much as I can. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Is it? It's a different link than the one that I have. Is, did you say million dollars, Bob? The million dollars, um at gmail.com is an email address. Um, the one oh, you okay. have, the medspamethodacademy.com, is the the website. So they're both good. Okay, wonderful. Thank you again. It's been such a pleasure, Dr. Berger, to have you here. Berger, excuse me. Um, to have you here. <laughs> and, and just a, a, a wonderful delight. And I'm pretty sure, I'm positive, our listeners will enjoy your interview. And um, next time, I'd love for you to come back. Anytime, by the way. You're, you're more than welcome. Oh, yeah. But if you are in a, I don't, I don't, I didn't see your actual address, but if you're in a different country, then it, it's okay. We can do it on Riverside um, next time, like Riverside.fm, and I'll send you an invite. And it's a, it's a lot uh, clearer and easier, too. Okay, because there's a little I'm, bit of a connection, you know. Um, yeah. But we'll try to edit it out and then send you over your copy. Yeah, I'd love yeah, that. I'm, I'm in Canada and I I travel a lot, so yes. Okay. Yes, yes. And then we'll we'll definitely invite you back, no problem. Okay, thank you so so very much again. It's such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Camille Pierre, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Dr. Dia Berger. What a cute name. I love her name. But um it's it was just a wonderful interview. She's just a magnificent doctor, clearly who cares. She's been uh doing her in her profession rather for twenty seven years and it shows, right? So we're gonna try very hard to um edit her episode so that everyone can uh be um able to hear all her answers clearly because they're very important. Um, and med spa, again, as she explained in the interview, means medical spas, okay? All right, so that's going to end our episode time for now. It looks like I only have four minutes left. Um, I hope everyone has been enjoying their week. I was supposed to have a gardener come today, but I had to cancel because the weather is doing something unique in California. Uh, we broadcast out of California. It's usually sunny, but not today. So, at any rate, um, 
I'm thrilled to have uh, Dr. Berger. I'm going to have Berger on. I'm going to have on another physician as well. Um, I believe he'll be on next week, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so uh, I do try to bring to you, my audience and listeners, the diverse group of people and um, so that, that it's relatable to everyone, all ages, all types, anywhere in the world, just so that you can feel connected to our podcast and also um, to inspire you, okay? So again, we had, the, the title of the show is Med Spas with Dia Berger. Uh, she has the Med Spa Method Academy, and then her link is medspamethodacademy.com. Right, and then uh, this is a link to book a time on her calendar for a free coaching call. She offers three 30-minute coaching calls for spa owners to do a spa system audit. Okay, and I think that's it for today. Yes, I have uh, three more guests coming up, and I I haven't, you know, I, I don't know. I have a lot of adjusting still to do broadcasting and everything, but so far, so good. I also want to make a an announcement about an artist that was on our show. He was signed with the major management team here in California, and his name is um, Clarence Pointer. He's known as the Pencil Man Artist, and I've had two interviews with him, and hopefully we'll get him back on to talk about his latest journey and being signed with the major uh, agency. Okay? So anyway, congratulations to him. Thank you, Dr. Dia Berger. You are magnificent, wonderful, and delightful. Goodbye, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.